Hi friends, welcome to the More Than Conquerors podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week, we will feature people of many backgrounds with various stories of things they have overcome. It will be people who are family to me, close friends, acquaintances, and even strangers. I hope this podcast will be a source of inspiration, that you are challenged and encouraged to share your own story of triumph. And at the end of each episode, I hope you too realize that you have a story worth sharing. Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of More Than Conquerors. I am so happy that you are here to join us and I'm excited about what's to come with each episode. Let me just jump right in and tell you a bit of my story and why I'm so passionate about other people sharing their story. For so long, I was scared to share my story. I cared too much about what people thought about me and created this perfect image of myself. But when I found power to embrace my story, and confidence to be vulnerable in sharing pieces of it, I realized that my story could be a tool to draw people closer to who Jesus is. I also want to put in a disclosure and share that people have stories for different seasons in their life. And the one that you're hearing today is one that jump-started my whole process of storytelling. So about 10 years ago, when I was 16, I fell into deep temptation. I was dating this boy whom I had loved since kindergarten. We were naive. I was a people pleaser and he would manipulate me to make him happy. Our relationship was very dysfunctional. We were in love, so our actions seemed justified. But this wasn't the love that I learned about my entire life living in a Christian household. It wasn't patient or kind. It was actually full of jealousy, selfishness, and pride. It was degrading and brought out the worst in me. And when I was 16, my world came crashing down. It was actually the second time I was dating this guy. You think I would learn from all the red flags the first time, right? But I was in love and he was so cute. There was still hope for change. This time things would be different. And at first they were. We went to youth group and we prayed together often. We were striving to have that Christ-centered relationship, but our sin got in the way. Physically, we were moving too fast for my conscience to keep up. Many people around me gave me advice week after week. I never told anyone about the sin we were doing, but they still knew I was in an unhealthy relationship. They knew I was capable of something better. I, however, wanted to see change in him. So I fought for him. I disregarded my values for him. I let go of my self-worth for him. And worst of all, I lost my purity for him. I was broken, shattered. The mask of perfection, the good Christian girl, was ripped right off. And I felt disgusting. So ashamed, full of guilt, I was told I was worthless. I felt like such a hypocrite. I believed the lie that I would never be enough and always be a disappointment. But the truth I heard around me told me otherwise. Stop running. Listen. 
You were created for more. You were created to be whole. I was baptized when I was in the fourth grade, but why did I not understand what this meant until the identity I wanted was stripped away? 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old is gone, the new is here. This is what I clung to. I wanted to be made new. But the problem was I was so ashamed of my actions that I didn't tell a soul. I pushed my sin so far down, pretending that it never happened. If I didn't talk about it, it wouldn't go away, right? I did not want to confront what happened because I convinced myself I was already forgiven and this was enough. Don't get me wrong, the Lord forgives instantly. But what my heart longed for was so much more. With this forgiveness, I needed to heal. I needed to process what happened and be able to truly confess my sin. Instead of knowing I was forgiven, I had to feel it. And that would take much more time. So here I was, years later, with a secret. I still haven't told anyone, but it was slowly becoming a distant memory. It was towards the end of my junior year of high school, and I was getting ready for a date with my boyfriend at the time. My mom came into my room and shut the door behind her. In confusion, I asked what was wrong. And long story short, she found out I had sex. I sat there at a loss for words, completely caught off guard. This seemed like a bad dream coming back to haunt me. And my first reaction was denial. My heart sank as distant memories began to flood back. I felt like such a new person. Why would this suddenly arise? Feeling like a disappointment, I remembered my mom always saying, don't get caught up in the moment. And here I was, the moment had finally caught up to me. Moms are always right. She held me as I cried, helping me to process what had happened. She still loved me because she's my mom, and that's what moms are supposed to do. Her next move was to get my dad. I don't know what hit me, but she could not get my dad. I didn't want my father's perfect image of his daughter to be ruined. There is no way I could face his disappointment of me. As I heard his footsteps coming down the hall, I hid in a ball, sobbing, longing for hope, for protection. The door opened and I didn't have enough strength to lift my head. I could not look at him. No words were exchanged, no eye contact made. My dad entered in and took a seat right by me. He stretched his arms around me and embraced me. I felt protected from reality, instantly forgiven. And as I'm sitting here reflecting, I'm seeing how God used my dad to illustrate what he does for us. With no questions asked, my dad loved me. And I'm here today to remind you that your dad loves you too. The Lord has not forgotten about you. He is in the healing business, claiming your heart back one broken piece at a time. The good news of the gospel is that our worth is not found in what we have done, but in what's already been done for us. Isaiah 53, 5 says, But he was pierced for our transgressions. 
He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Your immorality forgiven, your offense, your secret sin forgiven. Our wounds are deep, but they're not incurable. Brokenness is not the end of the story. Wholeness is the end of the story. And wholeness is who God created you to be. Beautiful, loved, redeemed. To be honest, it has taken me a really long time to share my story. At first, it felt like a confession. I would be so focused on what I did wrong and how I'm a sinner that I completely overlooked how God has never taken his hand off of me. I would still feel shameful and embarrassed until my freshman year of college. I was in this small group at GCU, holla back, lopes up, and we were studying Romans 8. Romans 8, 1 starts off by saying, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And I've heard this verse so many times, but it felt like it was just jumping off the page right into my heart. We study the difference between condemnation and conviction. Condemnation is that strong disapproval. It brings a feeling of shame, of guilt, sees the problem. It's declaring evil, making you feel stuck, teared down. Whereas on the other hand, we have conviction, and conviction is disappointing with a response to change. It leads us to repentance, to find a solution. And so for me, I was living in this condemnation for so long. I let the feeling of shame and guilt just take over me and make me feel stuck in my story. But this brought new light to feeling conviction, to using my story to change, to fully repent and find a solution. I learned that God longs to forgive us. He's not here to judge us or shame us, but to love us. John 12, 47 says, I come not to condemn, but to save the world. He doesn't need an explanation. He longs to embrace you. And until we allow him to embrace us, we will never be able to embrace our story. Our story holds us captive until it collides with his story. So my hope is that you would move forward in the face of fear. You will have courage to be vulnerable, to not hide, but to accept your story, to face it, to ask for forgiveness, to heal, to confess your sin in a way that compels you to share, to be strategic when you're sharing your story so that others can see who Jesus is because of who you are, with purpose, 
Your story matters. My story matters. Someone needs to hear it. And I hope you've been encouraged by it. up our first episode of more than conquerors thank you for listening and we'll see you next week